The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And welcome to a brand new episode of Retro Pop, your home for bi-weekly pop culture talk every single other week. I don't know why I just said that basically the same thing over again. Uh, right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me, uh, as always, the ever-loving uh, my, my mini-figure pal, he... Oh, God, how am I going to word this? We build our friendship brick by brick. <laughs> yeah! Johnny for the save. <laughs> what is up? There is Johnny Townsend. Johnny, how are you, my friend? I am, I am doing good. I'm very excited to talk about Lego today. Not Legos, Lego. Just yeah. just so you know, I uh, we'll get into some personal history, but uh, thanks to uh, my best pal, Trevor, I became a Lego snob at in my adult life did you uh, and i'm apologizing ahead of time <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man i there was like a period of like two years where i just did not stop buying them I, I don't know if i ever became a snob but man did i love legos man did i love legos lego oh i'm a piece of shit all right uh we're gonna move on to our <laughs> we're gonna move on to our uh let's jump right into it everybody uh with lego we're gonna jump into our personal history with your favorite interlocking little brick Lego is here. Hey, kids, look. A whole new world to build. Because Lego is here. This young boy has such fun. He used Lego one by one. Wibbity, knack, paddy, whack, don't double This young boy glad Lego came. Lego, a whole new world to build. All right, so. Lego in my world. All right. I was never allowed to have them as a kid. I was never allowed to have them as a kid. It was one of those things where as soon as I started making my own money, oh boy, oh boy. Did I get, did I spend a lot of money on Lego? All right. Uh, you know what's strange is how it wasn't that I wasn't allowed to have any as a kid. I just didn't have any as a kid. So we're very similar kind of because I didn't start buying them until I, I was making my own money as well. I'll, I still remember my first set. I still remember my first set. But I do remember the re- part of the reason why was because I was a messy child. My parents probably didn't want to have to clean up Legos. Uh, probably didn't want to have to build them with me. Thought I would eat the parts because I am who I am. And they're just, they're they were. I mean, they're very expensive. Like they're they're relatively expensive. I think uh, the price of a brick now is be- anywhere between like eleven cents and fifteen cents a, a Lego brick. Um, that's just for the small ones. It's 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 they're incredibly, incredibly expensive. But to me, I think they're worth every single penny. But uh, I remember one time I was living. Oh, I was when I lived in Rochester. It was the first Christmas I lived in Rochester, and started making my own money a little bit. And I was huge into uh, the Lego Star Wars games at the time. 
Lego video games could do, do no wrong, in my opinion. The Star Wars games were fun. I think I played Lego Lord of the Rings. That might have come out by then. Harry Potter. I'm like, these games are awesome. Like, I want to start building these things. So I went to Target one day on my lunch break, and uh, I bought a Luke's Land Speeder Lego set. It had Luke, Obi-Wan, and uh, I think it came with, I don't think it came with C-3PO. I think it came with R2-D2. C-3PO never gets the love he deserves. Uh, It came with R2-D2. And I built it, and I was incredibly proud of myself. Incredibly proud of myself. I actually got I asked for this was a couple weeks before Christmas. I actually asked for and got for Christmas a uh, a display case, not like a nice glass one. It was a nice wood one, like shelving units, so I could start displaying Lego sets that I would get. And uh, that was my first one. That was my very first one. I've I've. Uh, again, two years, there was a two-year stint where I was buying them every single week with, that I could. Big sets, little sets, mostly Star Wars sets. Um, I don't think I ventured out too much out of that, but I love the little Star Wars minifigures. How about yourself? Yeah, um, very similar. One of my first sets was also that same set that you're speaking of, because I definitely remember it for sure. I... I always wanted Lego sets as a kid, but just never got them for whatever reason. I just wait, got way more in the action figures, I guess, instead. But uh, as an adult, uh, uh, Trevor, who I do Retro Bliss with, uh, him and I are quite close. We grew up together, basically. And uh, at some point, I don't know why, but at some point, uh, as when he was an adult, he really got into Lego. And he started buying sets and stuff. And this is when he lived by himself, had his own, uh, you know, his own little condo. So yeah. he had plenty of room. And uh, I came up and I would go over there all the time. And uh, every time I go over, he'd have like a new addition to his collection or whatever. And he was building a whole city. And uh, so cool. I'll have to get him to send you a picture of his city now. It's incredible. Oh, it's uh, still all together? Yeah, he's definitely added to it. Uh, he moved and he got a basement, uh, the Shires, we call it. So he's got a whole room that's just Lego, and uh, it's pretty incredible. But that's what got me into it, right? Like, he was getting, I was like, I want to do that. I want to put these together. And I just, for whatever reason, really love those little minifigures. They were, like, I wanted to get all the characters I liked as a minifigure. For you sure. Know? So, yeah, they would involve buying them. a set. Yeah, that, that would be my, yeah. like, big Anakin Skywalker guy or Darth Vader guy. I would legit buy a set, whether I liked everything to it or not, just to have that character. Yeah, same, same. Uh, and I would, so I ended up having, I haven't bought one in a while though, in a long time, but cause I just ran out of room and I just moved to Funko Pop. They're just easier to, to display and, and yeah. they don't take up as much room. Uh, but, um, I, uh, I had everything from Batman sets to star Wars sets to, uh, to, uh, Marvel sets to Lego city sets. I even got a, uh, one of my favorite ones that I ever got was they put out a, a ghost train set oh and it was like it's uh, it was like a halloween type train and it came with little ghosts that you can put with that glue in the dark uh and it was just so cool so that's one of my favorite ones that i ever ever got uh but uh i mainly now just collect little mini figures and i even got a little display case with my favorite ones in it like it's got a it's, it's got an abraham lincoln one i got it's got a a raphael from the ninja turtles one whoa, 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 whoa. Like a abe lincoln one is that like a custom made yes. or is that no, custom? No, it's an, it's, it's an official Lego 
Lego one. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's really cool. I have to send you a picture. Please of, do. Uh, Please case. do. Yeah. Uh, it's got like Gandalf, the white, you know, it's got all kinds of characters in it. They're just my favorite characters. So I, I still to this day love Lego, especially those little minifigures. They just, I don't know what it is about them. They just seem, they just feel so strangely wholesome to me. Right. And it just make me. They're the perfect to toy. See. Yes. Yes. Like just seeing, uh, you know, just seeing a, a Luke Skywalker as a little minifigure just brings me so much joy. And, uh, you know, I'm just so happy that, that we have that, you know, especially <laughs> selfishly, uh, I, I have so many, many figures in storage, uh, just because I don't have anywhere to, to put them out, but I really want to, at some point just to be able to display all my little mini figures. Like I have all the ghostbusters, you know, I have, uh, I have like a lot of the Lord of the Rings ones. Uh, some of these actually have some value now. Oh yeah. Matt, this little mini figures themselves. They have value. I have a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of, I mean, I'm sure you might get to some of this when, with your Matt stats, but there's a lot of value in these sets, uh, even if you've opened them and, and stuff, because I, for whatever reason, just never threw away my instruction manuals and I have them all. And if they're discontinued, even those instruction manuals have some value to them. They so, do. Yeah. So they do. Uh, I just, yeah, I just found a little one cleaning out one of my drawers the other day. Um, Oh, what was it? Oh, is it? Well, I mean, it wasn't too old, but it was an Infinity War. It was a set from Infinity War, Avengers Infinity yeah. War. And I just, I'm like, I don't even know where the Lego bricks are anymore. Because I think I used to buy them to make, I used to buy them to make snow globes, like little little yeah. custom snow globes. And I don't I even know where the that, bricks yeah. are. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, I still got it. It's it's cool to look at. Yeah, uh, I've I've since given away some of my Legos, not the minifigures, but some of my Lego sets, like uh, my friends' kids and stuff. Uh, just because I didn't have anywhere for them, uh, and and that's what they're for, man. I mean, I like looking at them and put them together, but they're for everybody. They're not just for me. So, no, I, so, I you know, and they made the kids happy. Yeah, no, they're they're honestly these amazing little things. That, that to me, they, uh, I think, and we'll get into the, their legacy, I guess, a little bit. But you know, I, I think they were huge trendsetters, right? Uh, in, in what they did, whether it's you know just just. Just having their hand in everything, right? They did the Lego movie. They have Legoland, the theme park, which I, I went there once. Absolutely love it. They they have their hand in, in, in so much stuff, and they've been very just wise about their branding. Um, yeah. Literally, they can. it's like they can do no wrong. It's like they can do no wrong. But and I'm still and I'm still today love it when they when somebody like does something incredible with Lego, like, you know, uh, somebody made like a working car out of Lego one time, that kind of thing. And I just. Uh, I remember when I went to downtown Disney and they had Lego store there. Oh my God. My favorite. And they have, and they have all those giant sets that they built. Like there's a dragon coming out of the freaking water. Yep. And I was like, Oh man, I just had to just stare at it and just think of how amazing and incredible and creative that was. Right. And how much time it took. Yeah. They got the Legos all over yeah. the place. They just keep adding Lego lands. Incredible too. They have little, like they have like just little cities. They have like, dioramas of, of cities and stuff and it's honestly a blows my mind. I'm glad you brought that point up because it is actually it is truly fascinating to see how creative people get. People get make their own original stuff. You see some of these ones where people use them at like they have like Legos in their wall. Like you can open up doors and look into their wall and there's little Lego scenes. Yeah. Oh I wish yeah, I had it's, the it's time money or patience to do that. I really wish people I make did. little movies out of them. Uh, I've seen little movies people made out of like stop motion movies you make out of Legos. 
uh, or Lego. I say, now I'm, you got me doing it. Lego. <laughs> and uh, it's just, and also, I also want to bring up because you brought this up, and I'm the same way. Uh, legit, every Lego game, video game that's ever came out since the Star Wars ones, I have gotten and played. Yep. Uh, I don't miss the one. I'm, there's another one coming out as of this recording, another Star Wars one. I, and I'm very excited oh, for it. Oh, I can't wait for it. It's wait, been on delay for the last, for like, it. it's been on delay. I yeah. want it so bad. So Same, bad. The Skywalker saga, whatever they're calling it. Yep. Very much excited for that. Uh, so I, I get excited anytime they announce a new Lego video game. I don't care what the franchise is. What's your favorite one, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, man. That's tough. That is tough. Um, I think they're all legit fun. Yeah. I, ha- I, haven't, I haven't hated any of them. I've liked every single one of them. Uh, and I've, and I'm not kidding. I've literally had every one of them. But I don't think I've missed a one. Um, I, it is difficult. I think it's Legos. I think it's Lego City Undercover. Okay. Uh, I don't know why you would think it'd be any of these ones like Star Wars or Marvel or one of the DC, gimmicky ones, right? Yeah. yeah, and I really love those. But there's just something about this one where you're just going through this living, breathing city. And you're this goofy cop trying to solve this crime. And I don't know if you've ever played it, but the ending is for a Lego game is incredibly epic. Like you're falling through space as this incredible music's playing. And I'm like, and I'm sitting there watching it and my mouth just agape. And I'm like, this is the greatest, one of the most fun moments I've ever had in a video game. So uh, I I got to go with that because you're just unlocking all these really fun things that you can just populate your city with and stuff. So I... I really like that one. I hope they do a sequel to it, honestly, because they they can go anywhere with that franchise. Honestly, oh, I'm gonna have I, I gotta what find that you? one. Uh, my favorite game, like I said, I don't think I've played a bad. I, I definitely haven't played a bad one. I definitely not have not played a bad one. Uh, the Star Wars Complete Saga was my first one, and obviously I'm a, a I'm a sucker for Star Wars. I didn't care so much yeah, for same. the for uh, the the Clone Wars one. But that one was pretty good because it covered all six movies. It was a good way to kind of just put everything together. But I think my favorite one overall might be the Lord of the Rings one because the open world. I love those. Because yeah. to me, there's the open world because you can legit like walk. Like there's like a pathway. It's not like set levels. There's a pathway. You can walk from, you know, the Shire, Hobbiton to all the way to Mount Doom. There's all sorts of fun little trails. And I love the adventure aspect of it, the open worldness of it. And I thought they did a very good job. Very, very good job bringing that one to life. Yes, yeah, and, I agree with you. That one and the Hobbit one's also quite good. Uh, but yeah, the I, those are ones we got to hold dear because I'm pretty sure Lego doesn't have license to those anymore. So, oh really? I'm oh yeah, you gotta certain be, of that. I have, I have hard. I think I have physical discs for for um, for some for the Lord of the Rings one at least. But um, yeah, they're amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, we could legit. We could do this whole episode on personal history. I'm sure. Very, very easy to kind of <laughs> yeah. dig into this because yeah. there's we so were, much. We fun. were going to have, yeah, we were going to have my buddy Trevor on here to, and he would have definitely added to it and been talking forever. But, oh, for uh, sure. He just couldn't make it. Uh, but I'll just tell you. I'll just end with this for this segment here. If you ever get the chance to go visit his house and go into the Shire, uh, like one part of it is all the retro games. Another part of it is all the board games. That he's collected i mean i'm talking a ridiculous amount of board games and and then there's this room that if you walk through this door you're just greeted with this living breathing city that he has complete with the train by the way going around and he just keeps adding to it like that's 
that's kind of a little thing he likes to do with his wife now. Like they'll buy a Lego set and put it together, uh, something that's that awesome. goes into the city and that type of thing. And it's, man, it's I just love going in there and just staring at everything. <laughs> right. Uh, it's just I so don't amazing. blame you. I. Uh, one of these days yeah, I'm gonna come down a, and visit. One of these days I'm gonna come down and visit yes. you guys. And I definitely, um, I definitely think you should. Yeah. Uh, he, um, I will get him. Uh, follow our. We have a, we have a uh, an Instagram page now too. Yes. So make sure you give it a follow. Uh, I will get Trevor to send me a picture of his little Lego city, and then I'll definitely post it on there, and I'll see if I can get Matt to post it on the Facebook page. Absolutely, that'd be no trouble and, at uh, all. And please, uh, if you're listening to this and you collect Legos and you want to show us your collection, I I welcome it. I love looking at that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, send it to us either via our Facebook page, Instagram, or if you want to even shoot me an email. We don't have a an email for Retro Pop, but if you want to send it to uh, uh, the podcast precinct at gmail dot com, uh, we'd be happy to post your picture and uh, and, yep. and display it for everybody to go see. So, uh, without further ado, everybody, though, let's get into the history of Lego. Helicopter to Lego tow truck, come in tow truck. Emergency on Sunnydale Bridge. Past Lego Village, up a level. Get the bus back on the bridge. We ought to make a safety rail. Here's some more Lego building bricks. With Lego, you can build buses and houses and bridges and helicopters, even the new safety rail on the Sunnydale Bridge. Helicopters to tow truck, telephone pole, down on Main Street. Lego building set 145 has wheels, windows, movable shutters and doors, and hundreds of bricks for building. There's no end to Lego. All right, everybody, so Lego... Maybe a little bit older than you all realize. All right. Lego, the, the actual company that we know it today, Lego, originated in 1949. However, its history dates back to, uh, uh, to, to the early 1930s. So it began, um, the Lego group began in the workshop of a guy by the name of Old Kirk Christensen. What a name, Old Kirk Christensen. Yes. All right. He was a carpenter from Denmark who made wooden toys. All right. Wooden toys was the original um, uh, was where these stem from. All right. So like Funko Pop, like some of their their original stuff were uh, random bobbleheads. This was wooden toys. Uh, but yes, they're from Denmark. And uh, in 1934, his company came to be called Lego derived from the Danish phrase. Um, Leg got <laughs> again. We are not good at pronunciation, but however, Lego means play well. So in 1947, however, the actual Lego that we begin to know today, um, it 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 became it, it became started producing the plastic toys that we all know and love. So uh, it took forever. They called them uh, the interlocking bricks, which are very very special for uh, for Lego sake. They were called automatic binding bricks. That was their that was their special thing, and it took them a while to uh, took them. I think it was like five years in, roughly or so, that they really decided to make this thing like it's unique. Like, because they're obviously when something good comes out, there are so so many impersonators. Um, you know, they, they officially they, they made it a unique thing. They got a patent on it, so if anybody tried to duplicate what they did, uh, they would just sue the crap out of them and send them into bankruptcy, which they did multiple times to a couple different places. Uh, but they. You know, this this plastic toy, it was revolutionary at the time. You know, as we mentioned, they started off doing wooden toys. Uh, and that was with it for a wide array of things right back in the day. How many times have you been to, like, antique shops and you see, like, wooden 
trucks and the wooden ducks things that that like move when you pull them on a string. Wood making toys, you know, the Amish still use it frequently to this day. So Lego, if you actually think about it, was the first in kind of leading this wave of plastic being used for toys, which has been commonplace now since probably the 50s and 60s with, you know, uh, Flash Gordon and all these other different toys going using plastic. It, I think it, it helped. It really helped expand the way that we make toys to this day. So Lego was a bit of a pioneer with that. But uh, I mean, that, that's really the 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 early like the, the the overall history of it is really brief. It's really the start of it. It's interesting because I, I don't think a lot of people realize that they're from Denmark. All right. Uh, 58 was when they actually 1958 was when they actually uh, gave us the modern brick design that we have to this day. All right. Yeah, uh, there's a really good its own uh, Discovery Plus. That's where I saw it. But there's a really good documentary. It's a Lego documentary. Yeah. And I highly recommend it. It's very good. But one of the things that stood out to me when we were talking about the early years of Lego is the number of fires that they had at their yeah. at their original place. <laughs> like they, they, it burnt down like three times. Literally, they they had to rebuild that building three times. And, and thank God that they That's did. Thank yeah. God that they did. Because I don't know what I do without my Darth Vader minifigure i don't know what i do <laughs> I, <laughs> sorry about your loss however um lego duplo was the next one it was a uh they were just a little bit more simpler uh 1969 was when the lego duplo product began i i, I only realized like re- started really recognizing them like in the early 2000s they were just a very simple build but apparently i didn't realize yeah. they've been around they were as old as my dad so um but yeah, they were aimed towards younger children, a little bit less complicated to build. Uh, 1978, Lego produced the very first minifigures. All right, so prior to this, they were just building sets yep. uh, that that you would make. 1978 was the very fir- the beginning of the Lego uh, minifigure, which is a really cool time mark because again, I think that's like me, myself and Johnny said, that's a huge selling point for Lego for us. The buildings are cool, the the the, the spaceships and the vehicles and all that stuff is cool. But there's something pure about those minifigures. Yeah. And a lot of them were just very basic at this time. There was not a whole lot of licensing. Lego wasn't in the licensing thing. They were in the, we're going to make our own, right? There's the, there's, I'm sure there's like, they know there's Lego astronauts, Lego police officers, a lot of the Lego city stuff. Um, this is kind of when they started really producing those. Uh, and, and honestly, you know, from, from that, it, it's, it, it's, it's been pretty consistent I know from my understanding that the Star Wars brand actually saved Lego because Lego was supposed to go was yes. going to go under in the late 90s. And then when Lego got the licensing to Star Wars, it saved Lego. So yep. thank you. Thank you, George Lucas, Lucasfilm and Star Wars for saving Lego. But <laughs> that was the big one. And that's been a property that Lego has held on to since forever. It's always been big business. And isn't it? And isn't it wild that, you know, last episode we talked about. Uh, Funko Pop and their biggest get was also Star Wars, and then opened the door for other right licensing, and that's the other big licensing. That's the same thing that happened with Lego. Uh, they get Star Wars, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, somebody like Marvel's looking over like at them, like, you know what? We need to get on. We need to get on this. You know? <laughs> we need to get on. The, absolutely, get on train. Absolutely, yeah. it, like it, it, that's the power of Star Wars. Uh, is that it's? I mean, it saved literally two toy companies that are just you know massive to this day. 
Um, and we, we haven't talked about Kenner. <laughs> they said Kenner. No, too. I almost <laughs> did Kenner. Kenner was almost the one that I chose. Right. You are 100% right about Kenner. I almost chose Kenner for this episode, but you doing Funko last week, maybe decide or two weeks ago, maybe decided to do Lego. Um, and then in February 2015, Lego replaced Ferrari as the world's most powerful brand. Unlimited power. It's my Emperor Palpatine. Uh, little Pretty impression good. there. It's all, it's all right. It makes my voice hurt, so I don't do it as often. Um, so, yeah, their Lego is unstoppable right now. All right, they're on fire. They and they they've just hit a new like niche that we're going to talk about in the in their effect on pop culture, I'm sure. But uh, you know, there's been a lot. Of, just Lego has done so much amazing stuff. Uh, they're in the National Toy Hall of Fame, which I did see. They were inducted in 1998. It's just uh, an hour and a half away from here in Western New York in Rochester at the Strong Museum of Play. They're in the Toy Hall of Fame, deservedly so. But. Uh, 1998, late 90s, mid 90s, they they got into the video games and and obviously the the release of the the movie. I think that was 2015 or 2016 that the first Lego movie came out, which uh, is 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 done some. I mean, the movies have been incredible, right? The very first Lego movie yeah. was great. Lego Batman might be one of my favorite movies of all time, like one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. So they've done a very very good job in that. But um, but yeah, that's the history of Lego, in a nutshell. Let's get into uh. Let's get into match stats. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome. We live in our dream. Everything is better when we stick together. Side by side, you and I. All right, so we have a lot, a lot, a lot of stats for you to go through. We'll get through this as quickly as I possibly can. Uh, the first website source that we we're using is from expandedramblings.com. Uh, this was this specific stat, which I'm not happy that it's not a little bit more updated. But as in 2013, there were 650 billion bricks, Lego bricks produced in the world. I'm sure that's probably double or I, triple by I, now. I, it's it's more now. I think I heard a more recent figure. I think they say it in the documentary that came out like a year or two ago or a couple of years ago. Uh, it's so it's probably even more than what they said. But I think uh, this is not on my uh, did you knows, but I did read this somewhere. I think there's something like for every person in the world. I mean, on Earth, there's like sixty to eighty bricks per person. Sixty two, sixty two yeah. pieces, which is uh, it's it's. It's it's mind boggling. It's really it's it's really cool. Uh, seventy that's a lot of Lego. That's, that's a lot of Lego to step on. Oh, <laughs> my feet hurt just saying. Yeah, and there's people who do like these challenges where they just walk on bricks. I'm like, y'all are crazy. Y'all, I can't watch it. <laughs> white people, man. <laughs> it is. It's always white people. You're not kidding. Yeah, we're dumb. Yeah, we are. We're something else. Uh, about 70 billion uh, Lego bricks are sold every single year. That was updated in 2020. Uh, there's been about 4 billion minifigures produced all time. So that's not the respective brands, but that's just the actual figures being produced. Uh, there's a as of June 14th, 2020, 12,000 unique minifigure designs have been made. 
That's a lot when you think when you put it into perspective. Uh, Lego is is sold in over 130 countries. There are also 60 different colors, and uh, the, there's 3,400 different shapes uh, that the pieces come in. Lego pieces come in. Lego employs 18,800 employees. I don't know if that's just. I don't think that's just in production. I would imagine that's a, that's their their retail stores as well. So that's a lot of people so. in production. So it's probably including that. Yeah. Uh, the tallest Lego, excuse me, tallest Lego structure in history, 112 feet high, 11.75 inches. Um, so that is the tallest Lego structure in history. Uh, the record for the most Star Wars sets, I'm not sure who has it, but uh, somebody somewhere in the world has 300 unopened Star Wars Lego sets. The largest, <sighs> I know. I'm sitting have- on a pile of cash. Sitting on a pile of cash, but uh, I'm just thinking of how sad is that he never that they never built it. I know. <laughs> I'd want to put that all together. Like I would build a Star Wars city. I used to want to get like a fit. I used to have so many sets. I wanted to get like a fish tank, like a huge fish tank, and just set them in there and get fish and just let oh, let man, yeah. just have like a really cool Lego display. Super glue it all down together so nothing kind of. I mean they they stamp yeah. together well, but that was always a goal of mine. Uh, maybe someday. Uh, the largest model ever made was a. 5.3 million brick X-wing. So Star Wars, the more of the most popular ones. Uh, is that the is that the life size one that they did? I believe so. I believe I, I believe that's, that's in that, the one. That's on that documentary too. They they made a it's a legit life size X-wing. Yeah, I'm sure that's the one. That's the one it is. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of brick, a lot of brick, and a lot of time. Good for them. Uh, amount of time spent annually playing with Lego. They've estimated about five billion hours. Uh, Lego is the number two toy maker in the world behind Mattel. There's also a life-size Ford Mustang 1964 V8 coupe replica. It contains 194,900 bricks and took 1,200 hours to complete. The world's largest Lego store is 914 square miles. It might be in, I don't know where, I wish they said where it's at. Um. The number of employees in the Denmark location, which is the original one, 4,000 Lego employees. In 2018, Lego, the revenue was $5.5 billion uh, that they earned. Uh, Merlin Entertainment. I, I guarantee oh, you, go ahead. Sorry. I guarantee you that that number went up, especially during the pandemic. Oh, I'm sure. I, I have one well, of the guys. You can, do, do, you can build Lego sets. I have one guy in here on the panel discussion that I do that show with. He buys them, and he's a. Every time he sees them a release, he buys them. He took a lot of his uh his government cheese, and he spent it on Legos. Like he bought the Death Star and, and all that stuff. I'm sure it went up crazy amounts, crazy amounts. Uh, and then our la- last one from Expanded Ramblings. Uh, there's 570 Lego stores as of 2020. Uh, let's see. Let's go to. I don't have, I couldn't find, oh, wait, there's something with the video games here. It's very limited. Uh, Lego Star Wars series is the biggest Lego game brand with 30 million units sold. Uh, Lego Batman, 12.881 million. Uh, Lego Batman 2 is the uh, third best selling, 3.4 million. And Lego Jurassic World, uh, 4 million. So those are the, those are the only numbers I got. I don't have too many of the other, the little ones like Pirates of the Caribbean and some of those other numbers, but those are the best-selling video game franchises. Um, 
of all time. Let's see. Maybe this Game Bricks website has a little bit more detail. Oh, they do. They do. Okay. So these are the individual games. Um, the best-selling ones. They have the top eight. So Lego Racers from 1999 is the number eight best-selling game. Lego game of all time. Number seven, uh, Lego Lord of the Rings. Number six, Lego Jurassic World. This is a fun one. I actually really do enjoy that one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Number five, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, which came out in 2011. Number four, Lego Harry Potter 1 through 4. Uh, oh, they did they did a combination of it. So uh, one through the, the entire Lego Harry Potter brand, uh, which 1 through 4 came out in 2010. 5 through 7 came out in 2011. That is the number four best-selling game. Number three, Lego Dimensions, which came out in 2015. Uh, number two, Star Wars The Complete Saga from 2007. And the number one best-selling one, which I didn't like this one at all, is Lego Marvel Superhero. Actually, you know what? It, I, I, this is one of the ones. It wasn't terrible, but it definitely was not my favorite one. I was a little disappointed in it. Uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes 2. But actually, the first, the first, it's the first superhero, but they used a picture of Superheroes 2 on here. The very first Superheroes one that released. My apologies. In 2013, that is the best-selling one. That's the one where they're all together. The Fantastic Four, X-Men. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Avengers, which is very rare. So I hated that they threw me off there with leaving that. I didn't care for superheroes, too. But um, yeah, one's really good, though. One is fantastic. And the Marvel yeah. Avengers one as well. I forget that one sometimes. Uh, Mar a number of visitors to Legoland parks. All right. 2019, 15.7 million that they had. Obviously, 2020 is not going to be a very good statistic. But uh, in 2019, 15.7. And then we have the top 10 most expensive Lego sets in the world. Well, there's a list of 50, yeah, or, I was looking forward to. 50 or so, but um, I'm not going to go through all that. We'll do, do do the top 10. All right. The number 10 most expensive Lego set of all time or currently the fantasy era castle giant chest set. It comes in at number 10 came out in 2008. A used set is valued at $768. Average uh, sale price for an unopened set is about eighteen seventy nine, but the average asking price for a vintage unopened set is two thousand four hundred thirty two dollars. If that makes sense, it's actually really cool looking. I never even would have thought that a Lego chess set would be like a thing, but it looks really neat. It looks very cool. Um, the manual alone has sold for seventy five dollars on eBay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, number nine, the Taj Mahal, released in 2008. Average sale price today for a used set, $302. Average sale price today for an unopened set, $1,000. Um, and I don't I know. I also think that that one, I think that that one has the record for the most bricks in a set, too, I believe. It would not surprise me. I wish it stayed at 5,000. What is it? Oh, it says right in the box 5,922 pieces. This is yeah. really I really liked when they started doing the architecture ones. I really thought that was a neat. I was like, okay, they're really trying to expand. They're not just aiming towards kids and pop culture. They're doing a good job of this. Uh yeah. 2430 though, dollars though, I think is the highest it ever sold for. The it, it was that's the average asking price for one of these. And it looks it looks beautiful. Um yeah, 5900 pieces. All right. Number 8, the Maersk line container ship. I definitely did not pronounce that right. Uh, however, it came out. In, this came out in Maersk, M-A-E-R-S-K, 
This came out in 1974. All right. Uh, there's not too many used sets. They don't have any data on that. However, uh, the rare set has gone from anywhere, sold from anywhere between $1,700 and $2,650. So this is one of the, this is one of the original ones. It's really cool. I like the display on it. Um, it's just 200 pieces, but yeah, it's an expensive one. Uh, number seven is the Death Star 2. Came out in 2005. The average sale price uh, for a used set is $1,100. Average asking price for a vintage unopened set, $2,622. Um, it didn't sell as well, but it discontinued, but then it became a huge collectible. Uh, number six is the Black Seas Barracuda. It was released in 1989. Used set, $369. Asking price for a vintage unopened set, $2,798. I love the artwork on the boxes, too. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, number five is the Statue of Liberty. Came out in the year 2000. $773 for an, un uh, for an opened used set. $3,086 is the average asking price uh, for a vintage unopened one. And it is beautiful. 2,800 pieces. Really neat. There's also, there's been one that actually sold for... Uh, Nearly eight thousand dollars. So that's uh that they don't put something. That's 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 a pretty penny. Grand Carousel is next, two thousand nine. All right, unop uh, a used set, six hundred eighty five dollars. Vintage unopened, three thousand three hundred five, for a carousel. So cool, three thousand pieces too. Um, and it has like a canvas too. The top of the carousel is actually canvas, which is pretty neat. Uh, number three, the Ultimate Collector's Millennium Falcon. 2007, it came out. $972 for an unopened set, or excuse me, a used set. $3,730 for a vintage unopened. Uh, there have been ones that sell for $4,000, though, however. And uh, it was one of the most original, uh, one of the most expensive Lego sets ever produced. And at retail, it went for $500. So... Uh, number two, the monorail airport shuttle came out in 1990. Use set $594. Average vin value of a vintage new set from this is per brick economy $3,989. Uh, it's really cool. I love, I love the ones we can just travel and fall on. And the number one, Lego, the Lego molding machines, which it might be like a, Molding machine. I don't know if it's like a, like a factory. Like a, it's, it's like it kind of a set that honors the factory a little bit. But um, that's what I'm, I'm guessing. Molding. M M O U L D I N G machines. Maybe it's it's some kind of something special like that. Came out in 2011, uh, and for a vintage unopened set, basically five thousand dollars. All right. Well. <laughs> All right. So let me read a little bit on this. The molding machines is a 795 piece set that depicts the very plastic injection molding. Machines that Lego used to make make its bricks. So that's really cool. It's a shrunken down version of it. Only 68 were made in the world. Ah. And one did sell for $10,000 on June 2020. So that was the best offer. So that's that, everybody. That's that's Matt Stats in a nutshell for you. Let's head on over to Johnny's Did You Know. That is still a hero who can save us. No, not him. Nor him. Nor her. 
Nor that. No, no, the short one. No, not him either. The Hobbit. Oh, come on, the other one. Frodo. Yes, yes, yes. He is the one. That one that must bear this burden. No. And so, now the adventure All right, begins. let's get into some Lego interesting little factoids here. Uh, Lego makes more tires than Goodyear. <laughs> That's right. They make a day. This is a day. They make about 870,000 little mini tires a day. That uh, by far surpasses Goodyear. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh yeah, that is wild. A Lego, if you get a Lego brick from the fifties, like when they when they originally started, those will still fit with the Lego brick you get today. Uh, they've not changed that; they'll still work together, and that's pretty incredible to me. That that is really cool. I mean, it. it that's probably why they make. I mean, they're why they make so much. They they haven't really tried to reinvent the wheel. They left it as it is, and it's that's how yeah. business should be. And they were smart. They got yeah. a pat down, and they legit just sue the crap out of everybody who tries to take it. So. Yeah, they just took his template and just kind of ran with it and got creative with the template, but didn't change it. I, there's a show that's called that this uh, that's called um, uh, well, it's called Grand Tour on Amazon, but it's a call. It was called Top Gear. It's these three British dudes. One of them's name is James May. Uh, I don't even care about cars, but those shows are really funny, so I highly recommend those. But uh, James May, the reason I'm bringing him up, actually, for one of his shows made a house out of Lego bricks. It's an entire house. Uh, they used more than 3 million bricks. It, it was a house you could actually live in. Uh, it included a shower that had hot water, a bed that, oh he, that he said was actually uncomfortable, but there was a bed, and a working toilet. All out of Lego. All out of Lego. All of it. <laughs> I've seen this episode. It's really, really fun. Um I that's think you can find amazing. that on, on YouTube if I'm thinking. I gotta that. find that. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, one Lego, you know, we were talking about how, and it's a very famous thing where if you step on a Lego brick, it's one of the most painful things. Yeah. Uh, one Lego brick can take up to 953 pounds of pressure before it breaks. That's a that's a that's sturdy little. That's impressive. That is very. Yeah, that's why they don't break, and that's probably why they're so expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, the you know you kind of talked about how much Lego sells in their bricks a year. Uh, well, just to even add more to your stat here, the Lego bricks sold in one year. If you take them and put them together, they would wrap around the Earth five times. Sweet Jesus, I. They're a lot, man. There, that's a lot. <laughs> You know, people used to say like and, if you uh, if you rip out like all like whatever you connect all your like veins and stuff it would wrap around the earth like yeah the Lego one is even more mind boggling. We should yeah. build we should build a, a Lego just wall around the earth and protect it. Yeah, protect <laughs> us from uh from these aliens that the government's about to tell us about. Uh, in two thousand and three, uh, they made these NBA basketball sets. And the reason that this is important, not only because I like NBA basketball, uh, but uh, these minifigures were the first ones because they made them on the based on the players, like Kobe Bryant has one, for yeah. example. Uh, but these were the first time that they ever made a Lego minifigure based on a real person. It's the first time they ever did that. Before that, it was all, you know, if it was a, a, a person, it was like a fictional character, like a Luke or somebody wasn't, you know, it wasn't Mark Hamill. Was yeah. Skywalker. 
type thing. That's so. cool. It's the first time they ever done it off of a real person. That's pretty neat. Uh, and let's talk more about the how they, about the actual Lego and why it just like you can't get rid of them. <laughs> uh, Lego is made out of this specific plastic. It's called ABS plastic, and this plastic basically will never decompose. If you get a Lego brick when you're born, it will outlive you. <laughs> That's it's also true. Uh, I can't remember the actual number, but it takes an obscene amount of heat or cold to even actually make them start cracking. Wow, or melting. They can they can withstand a lot. Yeah, they, they just they they do look like that. I, I mean, the plastic obviously plastic on its own, um, kind of lasts forever as it is. But I mean, these are extra strong. This is that extra extra yeah. plastic. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, now you talked about you already mentioned this in your math stats that there are four billion minifigures. Yeah. Uh, the reason that this is even more remarkable is that that's makes them if they were real people they would be the largest population on the earth. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting else. small soldiers vibes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, let's let's put a light. Let's put a, a, a <laughs> something like oh man, like a chip where yeah. they can think of themselves. Oh, Legos wreck our world. <laughs> Yeah, uh, during the holidays, uh, uh, 28 Lego sets are sold every second. Every second during that spending spree time. That is wild. That is very impressive. Very impressive. Now, we also, talked, we also talked about all these different things that are made out of Lego that people have done that it's been pretty incredible. You know, everything from... Uh, you know, a working car. You, know, you said a Mustang was made out of one, for example. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to talk about a few of these. Uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name, and I'm very sorry because this this kid is awesome. But 12 year old, this is recently, uh, Shubham Banerjee, and I know I pronounced that wrong, and I'm sorry. But what he did is he saw in his paper, in his in his local newspaper, that uh, they were wanting to do this thing to help blind people. So he's like, I want to help blind people. So he took a Lego set that he had that had cost like 300 and something dollars is one of those. Uh, and he actually built a f- functional working Braille printer out of Lego bricks. Really? Uh, and what I mean by that is, yeah, like everybody knows that Braille helps people, uh, blind people read. It puts the bumps on, yeah. on the, as the letters. Uh, so you got to have printers to do that. And he, so he made this and it works and everything at the fraction of the cost of a real Braille printer. A real Braille printer apparently costs anywhere from two to $3,000 That's ridiculous. per printer. And he ma- built this out of like under $400. <laughs> That's insane. What an incredible kid. Yeah. What an incredible child. Uh, and the last thing I'm going to leave you with is, and this is on that uh, documentary that I recommend that I've been talking about. Uh, they did a study. This, these doctors did a study and what they did was they had these um, uh, they were they were seeing these autistic kids and who had uh, issues um, being able to you know interact with other kids or other people and stuff like that and they started a Lego program and they noticed that it did wonders for these kids like they would actually go and start starting conversations uh with other kids and they would just talk about their lego sets and stuff and that makes me so happy yeah and it's just one of the most heartwarming things i've ever seen so uh, look out for that it's really really good and what i'm trying to say is uh lego's good for the world man it is it's good for the world. it is right. 
Before so we jump, it. actually, I got one more. Yeah. I should have added it to Matt's stats. Oh, I, I completely apologize do it. No, do it. that I did not. Um, it got me. Th- we, we, we were just talking about something that got me thinking. Who has, like, oh, with the, the Kobe Bryant with the basketball player? I'm like, well, you mentioned that, but yeah. who has, which characters or, or actors have the most uh, Lego figures based on them? I thought of this one. Ooh. I think there's, this would fit in with Did You Know, I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so we'll start at the bottom. We'll start at the bottom. Uh, Johnny Depp has the most as far as different characters, but he has the yeah. least amount of actual minifigures. So Johnny okay. Depp has Cha- Captain Jack Sparrow, Sparrow. Tonto, and Gellert yes. Grindelwald. All right. But he only has 11 different models of uh, minifigure based off of him. Hayden Christensen has 12. All right. Yep. Between Anakin. Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader. Emma Watson has 14 uh, as Hermione Granger. Rupert Grinton has 15 as Ron Weasley. Robert Downey Jr. has 16 as Iron Man. Carrie Fisher has 19 with uh, as Princess Leia Organa. Ewan McGregor has 21 based on him as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Daniel Radcliffe has 32 variations of himself as Harry Potter. Wow. Harrison Ford, 39 variations of himself between Han Solo and Indiana Jones. And Mark yep. Hamill comes in at 41 with Luke Skywalker. 41 variations of Luke wow. Skywalker. So I thought you'd all like to know That's that. That's incredible. Isn't it? I'm glad I thought of it. I was like, oh, that would have been such a cool one to add for stats, but it works yeah. out well. Um, yeah, I like that. But all right, let's head on over our closing moments of the show and uh, talk about Lego's effect on pop culture. chase is on and the fate of the jedi is in your hands with a new lego star wars republic gunship you can deploy the fighters gear up for battle and blast off into action to take on the enemy the air battle has begun and you control the action with a new lego star wars collection each set sold separately all right well i mean Literally and figuratively, Legos are not going away anytime soon. All uh, right, if there is nuclear warfare in the world and we just dissolve into nothing, there will be Legos everywhere. Um, <laughs> they will be everywhere. Uh, Lego has done a very, very good job. I think they, they set the precedent. I think for for licensing and all of this stuff, right? Licensing, you get the Star Wars, and now all of a sudden Funko is doing it, and all these different toy brands are doing it. However, Lego, I think, is doing a little bit better than Funko when it comes to uh, licensing certain rare brands. Now, I'll, I'll go with this. All right, so for the longest time, Funko was doing, you know, they'd find their little sets, right? Okay, we're going to do, uh, let's do a Friends Funko set, right? Let's do this and that. And then just, bam, they release them. Uh, Lego's kind of following in their footsteps, but not as frequently, right? Funko's just, bam, 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 bam. This summer, we're going to release like 12 different sets with, you know, a seven to ten, uh, you know, Funko Pop in each set. Lego, they 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 pace themselves. And it's not a knock because Funko's obviously doing very well for itself. But Lego's kind of following in its footsteps, but it's taking it a little bit slower. Lego just released a friend set, which is the apartments, right? Which is really really cool. And Lego's been starting to do a lot of that now. These one-off sets where they're um, they're just doing well. They know people are going to buy it, right? They've had a Disney Castle one. Uh, I think they did they either did one or two Simpsons ones, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they did. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they find different things. They don't have like Star Wars. Those are their money makers, right? Star Wars, Marvel. 
just load it up. But now they're finding different pop culture stuff where um, different scenes where they can just, just lay it on them. Right. And I think that I think their pacing between releases have done very well. Uh, and I'm going to give them credit in, in that. But I mean, as long as there's entertainment, Lego is going to be propped up and Lego is going to be doing just fine. It's it's one of those companies that doesn't have to advertise anymore because you just know. Right. It, yeah. There's like, McDonald's probably doesn't have to advertise as much as they do, but they do it anyways. Lego. I don't think I'd ever see TV ads for Lego or anything. It's just really the stores. You hear about stuff online, this and that. And they, they just they do a tremendous job of just they, they sell itself. Basically, you get excited. The, a new Lego store just opened up around here in Western New York. I think at the Galleria Mall and people were so elated to, to, to have this. I've been to a couple in my day, but it was really cool to see that the, how happy people were that it was here in Western New York. So uh, Lego ain't going it's not going anywhere. As long as people are still creatively processing stuff. You know, we talked about those videos, you know, people building sets. I, I, I just remembered one of the ones. It's a uh, it's like a train. It's like a Lego train. And it travels through like two or three backyards, goes through a pool. I'm like, oh, my God, I, I love this stuff. I love to see this stuff. So there's a one that they, they built like a motorized engine out of like a pan and some Legos or like a something in Lego sets. And it actually it actually it's like a submarine and it actually goes and moves to a remote control. It's absolutely amazing. The ingenuity of people never ceases to amaze me. And Lego has played a huge part in that. So not going anywhere, anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, there's not much I can really add to that because I agree with everything you just said. Uh, but I will say this. They uh, I don't remember when it was. It's like in the past couple of years actually became the number two selling toy company in the world. Yeah, uh, they they I think only Mattel's ahead of them. Only Mattel. And, yep. And, yeah. Uh, so they passed every other one but Mattel. So that just tells you just how strong they are. I mean, uh, from kids to adults, there's even uh, there's even conventions that are just for Lego. Uh, you know, uh, there's just a, such a creative community there. And that's and that's the essence of Lego, I think, is that the creativity, as long as there's people who are trying to be creative, I don't ever see them going away. I I just honestly don't see them going away anyway. Uh, I think they'll be doing just on Star Wars alone. They'll be doing this <laughs> forever. Uh, you know, uh, so Lego's here to stay. And I think we're all better for it. It's one of those things you can look at and just it just puts a smile on your face. 100%. I'm very grateful for Lego. They definitely, they definitely were uh, their therapy too. There's just something about putting a set together. It's just very relaxing. So, uh, you know, so thank you, Lego. Uh, we love you. <laughs> seriously, seriously, seriously. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, but that is a wrap on this this episode, everybody. Uh, we told you we got to start doing monthly themes, and next week's theme, or excuse me, next. I can't. I say next week too much. Next month's theme is pop culture events all right ooh, big mystery yes. pop culture events there's so many events in pop culture history and uh we're gonna go uh, we're gonna have some fun with this a little outside of the box yes. johnny why don't you let the listeners know what we have in store for them in two weeks yeah we're gonna talk about and if you know me from the history creeps podcast you might get very excited for this because uh, this is this is a great crossover event for these two shows that I do. Uh, we're going to be discussing the Patterson Gimlin film, the very famous Bigfoot film. You've all seen it. I guarantee, even if you're not into this type of stuff, I guarantee you, you know what it is the second you see it. Uh, they were out in the woods 
and this they catch this creature walking, taking strides, and it kind of turns and looks at them and keeps walking. That's that's it. Everybody has seen it. We're gonna discuss it. Uh, we're gonna have fun with it. We're gonna just, uh, me and Matt are gonna decide if it's real or fake. We're gonna do all these things <laughs> next time on Retro Pop. Well, there you have it, everybody. Something to look forward to. Uh, I want to sing the Everything is Awesome song to close this off, but I'm just going to answer the clip instead because my voice is horrendous. We thank you so much for your wonderful, your your continuous support here of Retro Pop, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Take care. Ta-ta. Everything is awesome. this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.